0: Martin. Martin Jobber Talk with Martin Jobber Talk With Martin And welcome to Jobber Talk. I am your host, Martin. Martin. Okay, I got that out of my system. So yeah, I want to talk about last week's PWR live event. That's PWR live. Bagung Yugto. That happened at venue 142 in Quezon City, Philippines. For me, it was the first time. Well, actually, the second time I was in that area. So it was still quite new to me to get to that place. Um, and it was hard for me to get back home after the show, but that's another episode, maybe in the off tangent segment. So. You know, how about we start off with a pre-show match? Um, Dax Javiera versus the returning Bombay Suarez. You know, at first I thought, hey, look, it's Bombay in the ringside area. Maybe he's just going to watch. And like minutes before the pre-show, he just disappeared. Little did I know he was going to be uh, lacing his boots, kicking some ass, Um Putting his hand on fire and slapping the hell out of the young Dax Javiera across the chest with that said flaming hand. Uh, For me, I really, really love that match. Um, Just because Bombay Suarez was back, baby. So I marked out like a big, big Bombay mark that I am. Welcome back, Bombay Suarez, to PWR. And even though it might be just a one-time thing this year, that was awesome. Um, Yeah, that that really made my day. Seriously. Okay, now let's uh, talk about the next segment at the pre-show. It's Mr. C. He announced that the next show would be back in my favorite place, the Unilab Bayanihan Center, on Feb 26, 2017. It's going to be PWR Path. Of Chino Ginto. Whoops, I mean PWR, Path of Gold. I blame you, Migs Lopez, for this uh, slip-up, by the way. Two things I'd like to say. First and foremost, I'm so glad it's back in Unilab, because it's kind of near my house. Yeah, a bit self-serving, but what can ya do, man? Second of all, hell yeah, it's on a Sunday afternoon. Still gives me enough time to walk back to my house. Uh, I love the way how Mister C, you know, connects the next part here. Uh, he talked about the presence of some special guests from WWE. That's VP for Talent Development, Mister Canyon Cayman. If you watched WWE's Breaking Ground, he was there to fire and uh, extend certain people in the WWE and, um, uh, Mr. Chris Marsh, uh, I think GM of the Asia Pacific region for WWE. We were surprised to see them because on my way up, we actually was about to share a, uh, elevator with him and his crew, but they said, no, oh, it's okay. You guys go ahead. So, yeah. I was semi-starstruck because at first when I saw them, I said, Oh, look at these guys. I want that t-shirt. Apparently, he has that shirt because he works for that company. Awkward, huh? Anyway, um, good job on Mr. C for using that Eminem line. (laughs) Damn, I I didn't see that one coming. I was thinking he'd be taking another line. Not Eminem. It's somewhere on the top of my tongue, but... Hey, this is going to be a short episode of Jobber Talk, so let's move on. Okay, first match, Punk Dolls versus Vlad Mad, yeah, I got it right, Vlad Mad wins, Um, but I'm glad to see that the Punk Dolls uh, showed their stuff here, they did well, did some good offensive moves, they worked on Vlad's arm, uh, I don't know, I really enjoy the duo. I mean, there's the unicorn one C and then there's Martivo with the, you know, the, uh, that, that mirror thing, you know, that mirror thing he does. That, that's kind of bonga. Yeah, this is bonga, baby. Um, I wish they can get some wins, but I can understand why this happened. Cause yeah, they need to give Mad Vlad this push so they can look strong and they're, Pretty pretty strong here. I like it. Now, Mahaba Belmonte, that was surprising even for me. I mean, wow. uh, You know, the network, man. I like the way they use the numbers advantage here. Because even if they use the numbers advantage, you'd still say, ugh, Mahaba's gonna win. Nope. You know, uh, they got this out of nowhere. So props to the network and Alexander Belmonte for making that upset win over... One of the biggest and uh resilient competitors of PWR, Rhetoric Mahaba. I totally dig the uh corner splash kind of move. That was awesome. Anytime you can do it. What else? Oh, that's it, actually. The other thing I really loved from the show was the return of the Ken Warren Chris Panzer feud. I mean, uh, if you were to tell me to pick one PWR feud in its history that I like to watch, it's Warren Panzer. I mean, this match had everything. Um, you know, the rivalry, how they really gel well in that ring. It's kind of nice. And yeah, I marked out like a mother trucker. Um, what else can be said here? I was expecting a Wi-Fi or a Panzer Strike to be the finish, but hey, El Guerrero was good. Though I was hoping Panzer would get the first win in a, you know... Wait, no, I was hoping for Warren to get the first win. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Yeah, I picked Warren for the prediction, by the way. Yeah, so, eh, I got that wrong. But hey, I hope this means it's part one and either at Path of Gold... Maybe Panzer would lose that match if Ken Warren cost him the match, leading them to have another match, you know, at Revolution X 2017. I'm calling it Warren Panzer Revolution X 2017. Uh, Chino Ginto versus Imabayashi. Yeah, I think I, I think I picked Ginto to win this, but. It, it, yeah, he won, but I was still pulling that little strand of hope that maybe Ralph Imabayashi would pull that Sonic Rusher out of nowhere. Which reminds me, he didn't even try that, didn't he? Or, or I was too engulfed with taking down notes. But I didn't notice Ralph even trying to go for his finisher at this match. If, if he did, please, please PM me, please, what, email me here, because... If he did and I didn't see that, that goes to show I think I need to have a new set of eyes and ears while I'm watching PWR or I should just stop taking down notes and videotape it or whatever. No, no, I don't know, I'll still take down notes, but damn. Damn, son, why did I miss that? But yeah, I, I like this matchup. Um, goes to show how big strides both men had. No. Ah, so it's two zero network. You think Idol's gonna get three zero? Hell yeah, I think he might. But before that, let's go to the PHX Championship match. It's Maximum Fields versus Peter Versosa. I mean main max versus Peter Versosa. This was a very intense matchup. Um P V was totally on his aim game, like trying to piss piss off Main Max big time as in. He tried to spit on him. He he tossed his T-shirt in his on his face. You don't do that, man. You don't do that to Main Max. But he did, and he did, and he almost paid for it. But at the end of the day, he won the PHX title via the P-degree after Main Max got stunned by getting hit with the exposed turnbuckle. I like how they played off that exposed turnbuckle and how big of a factor it was at the end game. You know, that's talk about ring presence. That's it right there. I can't wait to see how the rematch is going to happen. Cause, you know, both men are very talented in the ring and I love their work individually. And it showed that they can do it. In a match, as in if you put pit them here, it, it it worked. So yeah, part two would be pretty awesome. Maybe at Path of Gold, maybe just maybe. And now my dilemma. Hashtag Idle wins. Nope, it was Crystal who, against the odds, kicked. Wait, no, not against the odds. That's that's a song. I'm sorry, Phil Collins. Uh, it was Crystal who. May James Idol Martinez eat defeat. <laughs> Get it? Eat defeat. Her finisher. And he ate defeat and no, no. Okay. I'll stop now. Um, yeah. It's pretty awesome to see how this is not even a one-sided match. No underdog in this match. To be honest, it was even game. That's something new for both competitors. It was like saying, most of the time you'll see either Crystal or Idol facing off with a bigger opponent. This time, no, not anymore. And it goes to show how both competitors are good in terms of styles. Um, though I was hoping to see a gorilla press slam on Idol. Just kidding, Idol. <laughs> But yeah, I enjoyed this match as well. Um, I think it, it, it was more serious. Uh, it was a serious James Idol Martinez match, to be honest. I was hoping for more antics, but nah, nah. No, no joke. No, no, no stuff. He did that in the past two matches of the network. So I guess that was masterfully done in the first two network matches and he was all. Okay, uh, back to business, back to getting this win, back to making a 3-0. But in the end, he couldn't. So yeah, Uh, props to both uh, competitors in this match. Now let's go on to my... Okay, this is my personal... (sighs) Okay, this is my personal pick of the night. I don't think anyone's gonna agree with me on this one, but I dare say... The Apocalypse versus Sandata, I was thoroughly entertained by this matchup. For me, this is my match of the night. Both men really tore into each other, like traded punches, kicks to start in the match. Sandata even whipped out some painful-looking kicks to the chest of the Apocalypse, like his yes kicks, and then a pabasag from the corner, and everything. He was, well, like his t-shirt would say before, Bong Persa against the apocalypse, the apocalypse was also great here huh? He was like the predator that he was, like targeting that arm of Sandata, you know while Sandata was trying to target apocalypse's legs, he would go on using a lot of ankle lock attempts, but in the end it was the death bell that killed off any chance of winning for Sandata. Now, what could be said here is that, A, this moves Apocalypse forward in the path of gold, obviously. And B, it proves that Sandata, who may have been losing for the second straight time, he's still a major player, a major threat to anyone inside the PWR Squared Circle. Oh, oh, this tag team match up next. I love this. Uh, YOLO Twins versus Fighters for Hire. Now you think that the YOLO Twins will be just a uh, conyo boy rip off of any heel tag team at PWR but they're not they actually you know showed substance here like they're they're a well-oiled machine man see si, see si, well-oiled too much oil my my tongue got slippery that's how much well-oiled this tag team machinery that Johan and Logan has and you pit them against the Fighters for Hire, one of PWR's most seasoned teams who know each other at the back of their hands. You cannot make a... Uh, you cannot book this as good as it can. It's This is as good as it can get. And, wow. um, you know, if Vlad Mad versus Fighters for Hire would end soon, or if not, they need to mix in the YOLO Twins as the third tag team in this feud. Cause I think they deserve it now after this match. That's, this was good. Uh, I think this is my second pick for match of the night. So I, it's not a tie, but yeah, this is my, uh, second placer. Good job by the YOLO Twins and fighters for hire. Prankai suplex here and there. The uh, YOLO Twins double team assault. The two night stand you know the drill and the Tito chance, the Cuya Migs chance who's our daddy's <laughs> chance now it had everything um good job for all four guys all right now let's go to the main event uh, the señorito Jake De Leon trying to get his third PWR title reign against the current champion John Sebastian now John Sebastian uh, really tried to avoid it but he kept you know JDL was incessant in trying to get that Inesal salak, as Sandata was trying to get the ankle lock on the Apocalypse this match was very good but the end saw a no contest because speak of speaking this match ended in a no contest because the Apocalypse interfered and took out both men with his dead bell. Now, before I think me and Mig said we want to see him in a title picture, but not too hot shot it. And I think this is the hot shotting. No, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna get too critical on this. This ain't the episode to do that. For me, I'm just glad to see. Hey, from the last show, he was pre-show. Like, why is he pre-show? Now, oh, he's in main show, and now he's, he stamped the ticket for the path of gold in the next event. And after the show, before the end of the show, he laid out two top two PWR superstars, one of them the champion, one of them is the contender, to give his intention of trying to go back to the PWR championship title hunt. Now that'll, that's cool and all, so, it just, uh, it might show that the apocalypse is one of the favored PWR superstars or wrestlers who will be winning the Path of Gold match next month. Now, all in all, I'd like to say I enjoyed the event. Um, you know, it's a great way to start 2017, if you ask me. Uh, I am still starstruck to see like WWE executives watch the event. So, you no know, kudos to PWR for gaining a lot of momentum despite their um despite what happened last year, and we already know what happened last year. I don't have to mention what happened. You can check out previous episodes of Jabber Talk, you check out our friends from Smart Gilas Pilipinas to know the inside scoop of PWR's uh, situation last year. Okay? What else can I say? Am I ready for February? For uh, the 27th? Oh, sorry. For the 26th? Hell yeah. I'm ready for the Path of Gold. Um, My current pick to win it is kind of obvious. It might be the Apocalypse. If not, my second pick would be either Panzer... Who's already in the match Or Warren If there's a Second chance Battle Royal Kind of thing Or second chance Tag team match Because remember Path of Gold Has 20 competitors And how many competitors Does PWR have? That's Let that sink into you Does that mean Those who lost the match Will not be part of that 20 Or By hook or by crook They'll try to put themselves there because that's 20 people you need to fill up in that match and shout out to uh, Smart he- the people at Smart Henry and Buesi from Rappler we're gonna have a handful writing that spoilers I might just listicle that just kidding <laughs> okay um Let's go on to Royal Rumble. Um, I can't give you thoughts on NXT because I was too busy doing family stuff or outside wrestling stuff to even watch NXT TakeOver San Antonio. All I can say is it was a glorious night for Bobby Roode and congratulations Mr. Roode for being the new NXT champion. It's gonna be a glorious 2017 for sure. But for the rumble, um, I'd like to say my favorite title match. If you have me pick Reigns versus Owens or Cena versus Styles, it's obviously gonna be Cena versus Styles. The ending, uh, I thought it would be just one, uh, attitude adjustment. No, it was an attitude adjustment and then he rolled. On the mat and did another attitude adjustment. Now, recently I've been liking Cena because he became a meme. But now this is impressive by uh, Cena and Styles to pull off that ending. I was rooting for AJ Styles to retain this and for Cena to have his WrestleMania moment. But I, I guess that's not meant to be. So, okay, I got it wrong there. Where does this lead us to? With Cena there and, spoiler alert, Randy Orton won this year's Rumble. Will it be Cena Orton on Mania? Or in between Mania and this recording? Alright. Maybe Bray Wyatt gets the title and it's gonna be... Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton? Hmm. That, that sounds interesting, if you ask me. So yeah, I'm sold on that one. Or, I don't know. Orton cashes it in, picks Cena. AJ Styles will not cash in whatever, uh, whatever rematch clause he has, so he'll just try to Use that clause on Mania. It's going to be a triple threat match. style Cena, Orton. I, I would go for that, to be honest. That'll be nice. Uh, for Raw, Owens, Reigns, Jericho and a Shark age. That was okay. I'm glad Owens won. And I almost had a heart attack though, because I thought, uh, Reigns was going to win the Rumble. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That would have sucked. But yeah, all in all, I'm just happy to have made it back to my house to watch the 30-man Royal Rumble. Not much surprise entries. Um, I'm glad Ty Dillinger got the 10 spot because 10, 10, whatever. That's cool. And that's it. Um, My long weekend of wrestling was awesome. So thank you to the people of PWR for inviting us for having us drop by and watch it Uh, thank you WWE for making Royal Rumble even though I kinda got pissed off that you tried to give us uh, Samoa Joe instead gave us range on 30 Jesus Christ guys what else can I note oh I bought a new t-shirt it's uh, in YOLO we trust oh yeah shout out to the YOLO twins for keeping character before and after the show um, as an actor in a stage production before and still trying to practice my craft, The um, their interactions with the fans is, is a different way after than most of the PWR talent because before and after it's on character, off character when the show's done. Um, after the show, there was still full force. Red light was still on. There were, uh... Selling the t-shirts and I hope it sold like hot cakes because, cakes hey, hometown boys got a good t-shirt design and I bought one. It's that good. It's simplistic, yes, but I like the message. In YOLO we trust. So if you haven't bought it yet, uh, try to buy it online. I think PWR Central has that. PWR Shop. I don't know. It's for 350 pesos. Or buy it in the next event. I'm pretty sure there's still a lot of stock. If not, please buy it immediately. Uh, so props to them for keeping in character, just to sell merch. That's, that's pretty awesome. Uh, see, uh, a guy trying to go back to acting. Yeah, that's keeping in character and selling your, uh, selling your brand. That's nice brand management to the twins. Good on you guys. Um, what else? And yeah, in general, to the PWR boys and girls, uh, congrats on the show, and I hopes I hope the visit of the WWE uh, executives would bear fruit, and in the future we'd see former oh well we'll see current PWR stars in WWE programming, be it the main shows or NXT. A- anyway, what are <laughs> anyway What are your thoughts, guys? Huh? What do you think? Do you think uh, WWE will be back to check out more talent at PWR and even at the MWF? Oh, let me tell you guys. The MWF, the Manila Wrestling Federation, actually had a radio guest spot over the weekend as well. I'll try to link it here. So um, check out the links below. And don't forget to email us at contact at channel 14 dot com. You can directly email me at jobbertalk at channel14.com You want to help us unsuck? Good! Because you can. Like, by being a patron on our Patreon website. That's patreon.com slash channel14 Funding for us, if you're a patron, portion of that goes to my speech class. Martin takes speech classes. If I can say seashells, seashells by the seashore properly for 10 times by the end of the year, you know it's because of you. Uh, we also have a YouTube page, I heard. Um, what else can I say? You can follow us on the Twitter. That's at channel 14. That's all letters, no numbers. We have a Google Plus page. Yeah, we do. So add that. Where is that? I don't freaking know. That's how inactive it is. So take care and peace and enjoy this month. You know it. And if you reach this part, this is the off-tangent segment. Nothing much to say, but... It was a great weekend for me watching PWR, watching Royal Rumble, and a day before the PWR live event, uh, I was guesting at the manila.com night. So, I guested with Miss Issa Rodriguez and Miss Hershey Neri. Um, as of this night, maybe the week after this episode, I'll try to guest again if they permit me. It's nice to go back on a podcast-like, envi- video-like environment. I'm not even sure it's a podcast show or it's a Facebook live show, but it's a radio show. Uh, all I can say is, hey, it's, it's nice. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get that vibe, uh, get, get a good radio host vibe when I was there, but it was evident I was struggling. I can't help but butt in. I couldn't control my thoughts. Uh, basically, I need to do proper pacing. So, yeah, if I'm sorry if you were going to try to listen to me talk about something else apart from my screw-ups in my first radio guesting at Ren and Manila nights. So am I going to be there tonight or next week? Well, I'm going to spoil it for you. Because maybe this...